Welcome to A Positive Spin, a well-being podcast without all the BS. Some of the S. A little bit of the S. I'm Kate Barron. <laughs> and I'm Sarah Starkman. And we're being positive. We are being positive. We just did a little positive we dance. dance. We should always do that. To get I us- dance at the start of all the episodes. Really? I, oh, I'm I guess to the song. I'm yeah. dancing with the song. Yeah, yeah. We do. We kind of individually dance. But then we yeah. had a moment together. You were singing. What were you singing? The song. You were singing something. Oh, what? You were oh singing I was singing this. Christmas Carol before this started. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That got me revved. Yeah. Okay, that was so cool. Good. So we're positive. We're good. The sun we're is positive. out. The sun is out. It was really spooky and, and foggy. foggy and misty. It and... sort of felt like Halloween-y before, but... Right. Especially because it's, nice. it's been so warm. It's supposed to be 10 degrees on Tuesday. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm riding it. Riding, riding it. the wave. Uh, yeah, I'm like holding off wearing winter coat as long as I possibly can. Oh. So I'm just like continuing to layer underneath it, wear scarves, do stuff like that. And that, I'm hoping, can prevent... It ever coming? It's supposed to snow Not- in like a week. My mom was like putting her snow tires. I'm like, it's 10 degrees. Oh, is that why you were like, as she left today, you're like, if you say one more thing about the snow tires. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm just like, bye. Bye, mom. Thanks for the bagels. Yeah. Did delicious. they just kind of bring you bagels just they, fun? They, sometimes they bring the bagels and cream cheese because they're closer to a way better place than we are. And we do the tuna chopped egg and vegetables. We yeah. do the smellies and the veggies. You do the smellies well. I know. On a regular basis. On the regs. And to those who can't see Sarah, she's in her best pajamas <laughs> without a bra. You know what? But that's... Dress how you feeling. feel. Dress how you feel. And like I want a nap. Comfortable and lovely and... And adorable. And you're adorable. Thank you. Yes. Adorable and braless. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just dressed all in black. As I was going to say, what, like you're wearing a ball gown over there? Um, okay. <laughs> Condition, but she can't take it. <laughs> I wish I was wearing a ball gown. I always joked about that with my friends. Like, we'd be like, okay, like, oh, uh, what are we wearing to this? I'm like, okay, well, what? Should we wear like our grad dress? And my, we always joked about that. And then my friend in Vancouver sent me a photo the other day. Because she was going to a dinner party and everyone was like, well, no, like, dress up. And she's like, like, how dressy are we getting? Like, grad dress? And everyone's like, yeah, wear your, like, prom dress. So she showed up in her grad dress and it was hilarious. <laughs> I, wish, I wish my grad dress still fit me. Yeah, it was a been, long like, time ago. A lot. Wait, we're talking about high school graduation, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I guess you don't wear a ball gown to your no, university like prom dress? No. graduation. I don't even know. No, I don't even have it. I don't have my uh, high school. I don't have any of that stuff left. I don't really have a lot of, like, attachments to that kind of stuff. It was like, oh, what's the dress I'm wearing? I don't care. Get it out. I can't remember. I feel like my mom probably gave it to somebody else. That's something she would have done. And yeah. I'd have been like, where is it? And she'd be like, oh, I gave it away years ago. I'm like, great. Cool. I know, but it's maybe some young girl, maybe like it's like passing on. Like some True, girl, I am never going to fit into it ever again. Right? Or like someone took it and used the... I don't know, into fashion a new dress out of it or something like that. I mean, that. I definitely got laid, so there's some positive vibes got, to... Really? Well, I went to prom with my boyfriend, though. Oh, okay. I know. Not so exciting. No. Well, still, hey, that was very far out of my realm of possibilities when I was in high school. Yeah, it wasn't so great. Yeah. Well, it was a high school. You were having sex with a high school boy, so obviously. Yeah. But you were also in high school, so that's okay. But, like, I feel like I was definitely better than he was, you know? I think you always think that. <laughs> Did I always think that? No, just I'm personally? Just yeah, oh, no. I was like, really? I'm just kidding. I just feel like inherently women already are better than men, you know? In bed or just in general? Oh, good shout. <laughs> I was saying in bed, but you know, 
we rock it elsewhere too yeah women are just awesome um, women are great tell me about some positive stuff that you saw did felt heard this week saw did felt heard um well i will say i went to a uh a leadership conference this week and joe biden spoke and he cool. was unbelievable like un unbelievable just he is really motivating really motivating just so great because he's experienced a lot of grief and like tragedy in his life i don't know do you are you no i don't with him? no no not at all so when he was 29, he had a wife, a daughter, and two sons. He got elected to the Senate when he was 29, and you're not allowed to serve until you're 30 with the Senate. So okay. he actually had to wait a few months before he could serve. In that, right after he was elected and waiting, I believe, um, his wife got into a huge car accident. She and the daughter died. Mm. And then the two sons were pretty badly injured. And so he became a single parent. So he's like young... 30 years old, grieving. brand new senator, grieving, two young boys. And he became this sort of like martyr for the middle class. And he's like such a firm believer that when the middle class is well, it elevates like the lower class, which elevates and just makes the rich richer. So it's like kind of good for everyone. But he talks a lot about like his resiliency and his ability to think like, even though he was going through all this, like everyone experiences these kind of things and he's not so different from everyone else. And just being positive and having purpose and, and having a purpose and driving towards your goals and being positive, that helps you get out of where you're at if you're in a bad place. Like when you're pursuing your passions and your goals and you're like helping inspire others through your actions, you're also going to feel better yourself. Yeah. He was just, he was unreal, like un unbelievable standing was ovation. Was this part of um, Creative Mornings? No, this was the Art of Conference. There's a whole bunch of conferences. They're Why do you like know about of... all this cool stuff? <laughs> Kate is just, you're just too hip. Too hip. Way you too are, hip. for real. Um, no, this was something my boss actually said. So it was my boss, myself, and another colleague of mine. We all went, and it was the art of leadership. So it was a bunch of people who've written like books on leadership or talking about just like all different people. And some of it, truthfully, was not that good. Like some of it was really, you're like, okay, whatever. And then at the end, they're just like, buy my book. And you're like, okay, stop. Yeah. Um, but like Joe Biden was talking about his, <laughs> his book that had just, who's just come out. It's called um, Promise Me Dad because his oldest, I think it's his oldest son, Bo, who was also in government and he was in the military and stuff. He just died of brain cancer. And Wait, Joe, Bi- Joe, Joe Biden. Biden's son, Bo. One Bo of Biden. his his only remaining. He has one remaining son now. now. Oh my God. And this happened right when he was in, he, his son <coughs> was diagnosed and he was dying when they were trying to figure out who was going to be the nomination for the Democratic like 2016 candidate, right? right? And so, and Joe had teams in the works because all these people are saying like, why didn't you run? Why didn't you run? And I thought they were going to softball. So he did this speech and it was great. And then he went off and they did like a Q&A and, uh, with him. And I thought they were going to softball him questions because someone like that, you kind of expect them to be like, kind of pussyfoot around it and not like really get to the meat of like what people really want to know. And he talked about like, um, why the book is called Promise Me Dad. And a lot of people think it's called that because... Bo asked him to like promise me you're gonna run for president but it's not and he said Uh... that when like he was in his sort of final days or like leading up to it and he sort of was coming to terms with his own mortality that he got to this place where he um like he he knew he was gonna die and, and he was at his house and he said just promise me you'll take care of yourself like you need to be true to yourself and your feelings and how and and all of this stuff and he had not wanted his dad to stop this sort of efforts with like the polling and stuff like that up to the, the nomination because he didn't want people to know 
that he was so sick and he was dying. Yeah. So his dad kept it going longer than he would have. And then it was just like this, it was just so beautiful and so moving. And he just said that one of the reasons he didn't was because he, he didn't have his whole heart in it. And he felt, felt like to be the president or be the nomination or be the nominee, you need to make sure your whole heart is in it. You're completely invested. It's a big job. It's a big responsibility. And if you can't give your whole all to it, like, you d- you can't take the position. Well, I mean, Trump's certainly g- giving well, his all. Anyone who, yeah, <laughs> any, yeah. Okay, I can't. I will not spatula. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I get spatula before the spiral. Like I can't even. But um, that's awesome. And he said that like there was a moment where he was at I think at, like an Air Force base or something, and a soldier had said to him that Bo was one of the best soldiers they ever had. Mm-hmm. And he respected him and he started to get teary and well up. So we just had to like salute and go into the limo. And he's like, I realized that at that moment, I, I couldn't hold it together enough to even be there in all of these like men and women who've served their country. And I had to leave because I was gonna about to break down in front of them. And I didn't want to do that in front of cameras and everything. And so if you can't give your all or whatever, but then he just talked about his resiliency and him being, um, you know, just going through it all. And he said that he's going to look at 2020 and if his heart and everything is still in it, like he's not saying he will run, but he's not saying he won't run. And if his health is good and his family's on board and his church and everyone, and he looks, can look at himself in the mirror and feel like his whole heart could be in it. It was just like a, this amazing talk. And it, he talked a lot about the idea of everyday leadership and just like being a leader in your community or in your home or wherever it is. And, and, and being that sort of beacon of like hope and positivity. And it's just, it takes a, you know, all the small things like you talk, you know, it's like all the little things that add up. And it was just like, it was very fucking cool. Awesome. Yeah. I'm super jealous. What'd you do? This? <laughs> yeah. Well. Well. Don't even remember. No, what, what, okay. It wasn't what I, I heard that was good. It was just a little thing that I did. My husband, Phil, has been working crazy hard and yeah. loads of hours he's a hard-working man and he helps us he sets us up he sets us up every time uh yeah he's just a great guy anyway he um i noticed that he didn't take anything for lunch that he could have had having ended up on site for as long as he was like he didn't right. take with um like a sandwich or something anyway so i just like drove to the site that he was at and I went and got him lunch and brought it to him and he was very very happy so oh that's a nice wife move yeah nice little wifey you know duty yeah voluntary he, duty. does he like go so many men do that where they just go like hours and hours without eating or like my dad will come home from work but like I haven't eaten all day because he'll be working 150 yeah. percent it's something that like I really really can't understand I'm like yeah. licking the crumbs off of my breakfast plate thinking about <laughs> what I'm gonna eat for lunch 100 yeah. <laughs> percent. and I have always been that way I remember Phil was like the first person I ever met who was like I didn't eat lunch today and I'm like are you you're but are you for real that would never happen to a Jewish person ever <laughs> You don't forget a meal. You don't forget the meal. Anyway, it's just, you know, when you're working that hard in those long hours and you're not thinking or stopping, it's just like it puts you in a crabby mood and you don't even realize like your body's hungry and you need that energy to keep going. It'll make it 
Hangry is like a real thing. Oh, it's a it real is thing. For sure real. Yeah, and you wanna you know, I I understand the part of your brain that's like just get this done and then you can deal with it, but it's also like, why don't you hate it a little less if you've maybe taken ten minutes to eat, you yeah. know? Anyway, so um so yeah, so he was very happy and uh and that was my nice little contribution to the to the void. I like it. I mean, yeah, I just, I mean, I went to the leadership conference. I didn't really, the only other thing was I spoke about it when I went back to work. We had like an operations meeting. So you paid it forward. I tried to pay it forward and just be like, one of the, one of the takeaways that someone said, like no one person at a company is bigger than the culture of the company. And that as much as you maybe want to go into a, a place of work or wherever, and you want to be that positive person, if the culture is so negative and toxic, you can't overcome it. Right. And it's this zombie thing. And if you want to know what you're going to be like in five years at your work, like look around you. And if you see those people and that's how they are, then like that's, it's saying something. So I just, I said that at an operations meeting and my boss, who was also there, we were just kind of like, just something to be mindful of and to everyone hold. to step up and to hold and whatever. So it was like a little, a little paying for it, but like not really like a real... No, I mean, even just talking about it now, I feel yeah. like that's a lot of hardship and to, to not stick your head in the oven after that is like, yeah. that's huge. Yeah. I mean, he's my man crush right Uh-oh. now. Major man crush on Joe Biden. Ooh. Yeah. Little, little silver fox. Little silver you? fox. Yeah. Little silver fox. I could be the first lady. You is could. He mar- Wait, is he married? I think he's married. He's been remarried? Right. Yeah. That's no, nice. he's remarried. Yeah. Yeah. But. You could be his side piece. Or just his best friend. Right. You, him, and and Obama. Oh my God. What a sandwich that would be. Bring your hands together. That would be like my dream. That would be my dream. And And Michelle Obama, I love her too. She can can come too. Yeah. That would be, that would be like a, just like a, like a Reuben sandwich. Michelle Obama. Yes. She's one of the people I really want to meet. Well, especially when she, if, especially as well, I'm not saying like standalone, she isn't an amazing individual, but also because like juxtaposed with Melania, it's just like, like there's no comparison. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so you found some, found some cool stuff going on in the world? Yeah. Well, I feel like this is all sort of on the same, I'm very in this mindset, like all sort of in the same topic. There's a study that shows... Um, happiness is contagious. So they're saying that yeah, with good like energy, three degrees, it is actually contagious. And so they hmm. said that there was a study done of, of people and they said, um, like if someone in your social network is happy and positive, it can increase your own chance of cheer by up to 9%. And then it, and then the third degree person would be a little less than that. And they said, for example, just to compare it to something based on like somebody who got like a five to $10,000 raise in their job, that only increases their happiness by like 2%. Oh shit. Oh, I'm glad you made that comparison. Cause in my mind I was like, I'm not trying to be negative, but, but like, what is 9%? Do you, how do you quantify how do you that? Quantify it? That's the thing about, about these types of studies. And they said, that's like a, an example of it. And they just said that it's contagious. And I, and, and I get, I mean, like when I go to like this leadership conference, right, I come back and I'm like inspired and I'm revved up and I, or I go to Ted talks or I watch a Ted talk or I, whatever, right? Like you see something, you get like inspired. It's like when we see really good comedians. I was just going to say, really, like, you feel, you come home and you're like, you're like so I happy I want to be that person. Like, I want to be the person up 
in control of that whole room on stage and loving it, right? And how contagious that is. Totally. Um, so I just thought it was really, really cool. And that's connected to like the laughter thing that we were talking about last time when someone was laughing on the subway and then was yeah. making other people laugh. Yeah, it's yeah. such a similar kind of thing. It's just obviously like a, a silent um, yeah. effect of it. That's, um, but, that's but awesome. But sadness isn't contagious. So it's not as contagious as as it is so they were saying like in um like like yeah they just said it's it's not as contagious as people but when somebody is happy um and then this other thing just said if you're all say you all smoke all you and your friends all smoke and they'll start to quit the chances are very likely that you will too and yeah. that there's certain activities that are actually contagious activities and behavior that are contagious so like being more but that's also like peer pressure totally, but it's just like they were saying like behaviors that are actually contagious like it's a it's a thing like yeah like surround yourself with good people right behavioral contagion so it's a documented phenomenon on like it's like a behavioral std yeah exactly a btd a btd yeah um so like if you're a risk taker the people you surround yourself would be more likely to be risk takers as well um things like laughing being happy and smiling um, or if you're rude or whatever, Kurt or something like that. So all those things are like very contagious. You want to know why that's, I find that so interesting only from the, obviously there's no like, you know, set in stone rule about anything, but I have a couple friends who are amazing people and they have some douchebag friends and I'm always like how yeah how because it would make sense that like if you're a really bubbly person you probably have some bubbly friends and if you're a dick you probably have jerk friends because you can be jerks together right otherwise it doesn't fit for sure but there are those friendships or like those people where you're like oh I don't want to go to their wedding because I love them but I hate all their friends you know what I mean have you ever had that yeah and it's and maybe it's more of like a circumstantial thing. Like maybe it's like people who feel like they owe like or they know them from forever. Like, they've known them forever. They're like friends from high school, elementary school, or they grew up with them, and it's like less of an indication of who they are now, which is maybe why they don't aren't as close to them. You know what I mean? Yep. Because yeah, I feel like that. But I I feel like I've tried very hard to surround myself with people that are not just positive or optimistic or whatever, but very driven and ambitious, and like people who really who just like want more than what they have. Right. And they just, they're trying very hard to work for it or they're, they're starting their own companies or they're doing these things. Like it's, and that inspires me when I'm surrounded by it. And I specifically put myself in situations with people who are like better, who I feel like are, are better than me. And like in so far as like they push me. Right. Like, and I, so I can be challenged and be, be rising to their level. Like you creatively and you as a writer, are leaps and bounds, I think, ahead of me. And I like that. Really? Because I was just thinking about no. how much you inspire me. Aw. I love you. I love you too. But you're such a good writer. And when I read, like, your blog, Sticky Situations. Dettumblr.com. <laughs> <laughs> which is so good. And your writing is just so smart and funny and poignant. Like, it's just very well, well done. And I and I like that. And I Thank think that's you. one of the reasons that we gravitate towards each other as well me? because <laughs> no it's because we have a high standard for ourselves and for the people around us I think yeah um which and, can be and frustrating we, but. no and we want and we want similar things in the sense that like 
we're 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 doing this podcast. I was just thinking like that's such a great indication in terms of happiness being infectious. Like yeah. if you read about and that's the whole thing. Like I was I had been saying to you that this week I felt that there was particularly a lot of dark, sad news, but yeah. then I I was so grateful and you were like, uh oh, spatula. But I was like, no, but the point of saying that was that I was so grateful for this process you know, being forced to seek out positive news and then finding so much great stuff and really being comforted in the fact that, you know, there is all this stuff out there and there's actually quite a bit, even like recent old doesn't matter, all this cool stuff that is happening or is in the midst of happening and it's just not getting as much airtime, which really is something we need to remember because it doesn't feel like that Yeah, when it's just not there. Yeah, and you just can't see it. And yeah, and I, I I feel like this gives me hope that it's contagious because it makes me want to be... It's like when we're up on stage, right? If you have an audience that is excited to be there and excited to laugh and they're loving it and they're into it, like you feed off of it, they feed off you. Yes. It's like this whole... Mutual, m- beneficial. Yeah. yeah. Like everyone's going to come out of there happy and laughing and like everything and you feel great and you're just going to push that energy out there. And like, I, I love that. And I'm such an energy feeder off of people like I when I'm around people who are like negative or whatever like it totally is contagious so I didn't know that it was like an actual thing like behavioral what did you call it behavioral contagion BCD no BTD behaviorally transmitted (laughs) (laughs) have you been tested have you been tested for BTDs Uh, yeah Uh, positive Positive. (laughs) me too double positive yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're so corny today. I know. We're so, so that was that's that was cool. My thing. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yay, What's science. Your, yeah, right. Um, but what about your supporting? No, or do you no, have like a separate? Like oh, other, cool. Oh, was... last time you had sneaky extras, so now you're like, uh oh, okay, you, you gotta play so, fair. You were so aggressive with me. Was I? Um, that was the study, and then it said like the friends, and then the secondary study was like on friends who quit smoking, and then oh, also cool, other, cool. another it was talking about other behaviors and stuff. I just melded them all yeah into no no so that was you wouldn't be beautiful oh I thought you did <laughs> smart you already know how to play me like a fiddle <laughs> okay cool so um this week it's my turn to to get into the animals why does it always sound weird when i say it <laughs> because you i love them so much you love them so much it is also i was just gonna say when you're looking at positive news so much of it is just like look at this puppy or look what this cat did. <laughs> okay. No, but and it's not. No, no, no. It's not like a ball of yarn. No, no, no. But like that's, I feel like a lot of the positive is people are just like, I've given up on humans. But look at the cat. She. But you know something. what? Maybe that speaks to something greater in the sense that if we are developing more like compassion for animals, yeah, yada, yada. Totally. Um, okay. But this was, this was directly correlated with a natural disaster. So um, Southwest Airlines flew a plane full of puppies to help them escape from Hurricane Harvey. So it said that 60 animals, it was 60 animals from overcrowded shelters. They were moved from Houston to San Diego because there was literally no room for them. Would but they're these be like the beautiful little babies. Fun plane ride Best ever. flight of your entire life. It's just like all of these flight Please attendants like snuggling them. Of course. They're just like smelling them. And Southwest Airlines tweeted, needless to say, this was one furry rescue flight with plenty of love to go around. Yeah, it was really beautiful. It was just so sweet that they they did that for them, you know? Oh, I love that. And it wasn't like they didn't try and like squish them in with a bunch of passengers. It was just like a plane full of puppies. Uh, 
if they had squished them in. Oh my god. The first thing that comes up is a cat in a cage and it's like. (laughs) (laughs) What were you trying to look it up? Yeah. And it looks like it's like screaming. No, no. No, no. No, isn't that awesome? And they're just like sitting there cuddling puppies. Yeah, so sweet. And like the pilots snuggling. And they're like baby babies. So vulnerable, right? And they're going to be thrown into some shelter that they don't have room for them. And anyway, beautiful. Babies. Operation Pets Alive. Um, So yeah, so shout out to Southwest Airlines. What a cool thing. I'm looking at the pictures right now and they're all in kennels, which makes sense, right? They're obviously not going to have. But when you said it. I just pictured literally like puppies. What are you talking walking. about? I have pictures of them like no, but, snuggling them in the Yeah, plane. but that's them after. Like, look, it's it's they're in like kennels. Like they're in crates. Oh, uh, well, because yeah, you them, can't just have them chilling. Right? But when you said it, I just pictured them walking loose through the aisles and like cats crawling on all the well, chairs and walking around. And well, stuff. no cats. Only puppies. Oh, it was only dogs? Only puppies. Ouch. Um well. So they were doing some research. And found a few examples of pets who've been given first-class treatment in the sky, okay? Earlier this year, 80 falcons boarded a flight to Saudi Arabia. That sounds like my worst fucking nightmare. Apparently, it is quite common for airlines in the Middle East to transport birds for hunting purposes. In this case, each falcon is estimated to be worth about $8,000. And there's a picture, legit... (gasps) And look, there's, okay, so there's a guy coming out. What is he feeding them? Birdseed? He's coming out with his cart with birdseed instead of peanuts yeah. and pretzels. Oh, my God. Isn't these birds of prey reportedly well-behaved despite failing to comply with the seatbelt signs? <laughs> anyway. Such isn't bad I, jokes. I know, but. but they're like, literally, plate. they're just like sitting How much there. did that cost? Crazy. So, wait, so someone bought them, flew them over, and now they're just going to hunt them? Oh, I thought they were using them as hunters to hunt other things, but I don't know what they would hunt. I don't, I really don't know enough about falcons. I don't know. I haven't done a lot. Of I would falcon assume research. they would eat like mice and and reptiles and stuff, or like as snakes and stuff, right? I have no idea. Okay, so anyway, the next one. Oh Jesus. Um, I'm really birds terrify me. I'm like not a huge a fan of birds flies either. At me on the street, I scream. I scream. Me and too. Like jump out of the way. Is that because of Alfred Hitchcock birds? No. Oh. It's just I just don't. I find them unpredictable. Well, then you don't maybe want to know about this turkey who flew to <laughs> Salt Lake City. Okay. I didn't think turkeys could fly. Was that a badoonch moment? He no. Was in a plane, you moron. He wasn't <laughs> flying <laughs> himself there. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. But they can't fly. No, I, well, I don't know. I haven't spent enough time with a okay. turkey. I don't think they can fly. So I, I understand what you're <sighs> saying. But Jesus. Oof, that was good. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, it wasn't just like a. <laughs> Your face. When I said that, it was like pure disgust with me. <laughs> like, no, but I thought, because I thought you were pulling my leg. Stupidest joke ever. No, I thought it was, yeah, I thought you were, I thought you were doing a dad joke. Oh my um, God, no. So, so her name is Easter, Easter the turkey, but she, it wasn't like a rogue turkey, like she traveled with her owner um, from Seattle to Salt Lake City. Who's her owner? 
a woman named Jody Smalley. She said the flight we went on was only an hour and a half long, and during the flight, she was quiet and well-behaved. She had a diaper on from a site that specializes oh in bird diapers, and it works really well. Can we just talk for a second about how there's a can site I, for bird diapers? Can I please? <laughs> is this something we should invest in? Is this going to be like... No, you want to know it's really sweet. So, apparently... Bird diapers. Uh, okay, well, turkeys are apparently really... Um, intelligent and quite affectionate specifically oh, affectionate I like birds that. i like turkey dinner don't tell me that so she said so jody had recently been through a separation and bereavement she struggled mentally and emotionally but found easter a source of comfort so it's obviously like her um service animal oh yeah okay oh my god i just found uh, the website for bird diapers is it birddiaper.com <laughs> They're like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they're different color. Yeah, you can get them in all the. Yeah, the birds are stylish. Look. That. Is it animal abuse? Birds are not supposed to wear diapers. Once their tail goes through the hole. And then oh my god. But like, aren't. Like, but then do you wipe its butt? Can you get can a wipe its butt? Can we just talk about the woman who's like going to the bank and be like, I need a loan. I'm going to start a company. <laughs> okay. What is it? It's bird diapers. All birds? Sure. She has a list here that says chickens, pigeon, duck, and goose. Oh my god. Bird fashions. Can I click on bird fashions? No. This is flightquarters.com slash quarters? Quarters slash bird diapers. Of Casual, of course. Oh my god. They have hoodies and sweatshirts and stuff too. Who? This is even worse than putting a sweatshirt on a dog. Yeah, because it's a bird. Wouldn't you break its wing while you're trying to dress it? Or what if it wanted to open its wings? Wouldn't it feel so restricted? Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be like... Shop sweaters, shop bandanas, shop hats. I'm going to click on the hats. Oh, my God. Fascinators. This... They have bird fascinators. No, pirate hats. They have like little Santa hats. I'm down with little that. I'm down with the straps. Santa hat. Little elf hats. They have like a whole bunch of little things. Guys, if you're feeling low. Flightquarters.com. Flightquarters.com. Bird diapers for everyone. That's amazing. I'm going to take a guess and say the woman that owns this company. Is single. Is single. Yeah. Single white female. With a thousand birds. Is that better or worse than being a cat lady if you're a bird lady? Um, You, the look you just gave me. Being a cat lady is an honor. It is an honor. An honor. It is a badge, badge I wear with pride. Being a bird lady is fucking mental. That's like the woman from Home Alone, right? Home Alone 2, the pigeon woman. Oh, yeah, but she was cool. Yeah, she was cool. Right? Don't judge. Oh, my God. They have family portraits on here of people who pose for, like, Walmart photos with their with their birds. People love their and birds. they have leashes and stuff. Birds intimidate me. They, they, if you get a canary, they can live. You usually have to put them in I your know. will. To bequeath upon someone else. Oh, this is the family that owns this site. 20 years and counting. Cool. Time sure does fly. <laughs> is that the worst part about anything pet related is all the puns? All the pet puns. It's so bad. I know. Oh my God. I'm so... Remember when I made that cat a list joke? I thought it was so good. Yeah, I know you did. It was. It was... <laughs> it was unique from Cat Burglar. Um, okay, give me, yeah. a, give me a throwaway. Oh, I'm really obsessed with the bird diapers. I know. There's like full Santa suits and like... Can you buy me a bird diaper for Hanukkah? 
Oh my god. See, I'll buy you eight bird diapers so you have one for every day to light the candle. Like <laughs> That would be... Maybe next year I'll get a bird. If I... Oh my god. I Now I want to see like a falcon with a diaper on, on a plane. Not a falcon. No, it wasn't a falcon. It was a turkey. Oh right, it was the it was turkey, the turkey wearing... with the diaper. Because she's a domesticated turkey. She's living the life. I wonder and, how long turkeys live. And so why are they traveling? I think she went to like go visit her family or something. Oh, right. She's the therapy animal. I'm assuming this is her therapy animal. Yeah. But can you imagine also being that person on the flight being like, what is that woman doing with a turkey your, and your a diaper? <laughs> and you have to introduce like a new boyfriend to your mom and be like, this is my mom and that's her turkey. <laughs> it's wearing a diaper. I'm sorry. Like that's the introduction to your family. He'd <laughs> be like, mom, no, no. Easter I- cannot come. Her name's Easter. Used to the turkey. Oh God. And to be honest. Do you think she named her that because you typically eat ham? At, is that what people eat on ham Easter? Easter yeah. yeah. So yeah. you could name it. It would have been really sort of cruel if she named it Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> we want to talk about bad jokes. <laughs> really? I really want to talk about <laughs> You are insane. I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll. And <laughs> Time, fly- time is flying here. It's- we're having so much fun. <laughs> you are insane. I'm going to get you a bird diaper and shut you in a cage for the rest of the day. As long as you feed me bird seed. I'd like them salted, though. Like my salted seeds. Okay, tell me. Tell me. Oh. <laughs> Good news aside from bird- No more bird diapers. I'm no calling more- a spatula moment. Okay? On bird diapers? Yeah. I'm obsessed. We should post it on like our Instagram. Just like a photo of a bird, a bird diaper. diaper? <laughs> or I'll just post a photo but won't say anything and say if someone can guess what this is like before the podcast is out we'll give them nothing a bird diaper <laughs> well wishes um, bird diaper okay so <laughs> <laughs> can we take can we switch spatula with bird diaper <laughs> maybe we should that might be a good idea bird diaper um there's a guy called they call him wild bill um it's in where is this? Where is this taking place now? Ugh. Arveda? I don't know where that is. It's in the U.S. Somewhere in the U.S. in some town. Um, and there's he's the janitor at Arveda High School. His name is William Manning, but everyone calls him Wild Bill because he's just like kooky and fun and really nice he's been jan he's been the janitor at this high school for 14 years okay wild bill wild bill and he apparently just like he's really positive he's really enthusiastic he loves the students he's always asking them how they are if a student's feeling down like he'll go up to them in the cafeteria and be like hey what's going on what a good dude right or they'll like see him and watch a video on him earlier and they'll like he'll like see them in the grocery store and be like hey man like how's it going like timmy or whatever and like Talk to kids outside, and you would think because normally high school kids are like, "Get away from me!" Yeah, okay, janitor. Yeah, but no, they all love him, and they think he's just like the nicest dude, and he's really caring. He comes to every single basketball and baseball and football game. He goes to every single game, so he just like loves the students. He loves it all there. Loves the school. I really hope he's not like a pedophile or something. This would be like a horrible twist. That's not. That's not the twist. That's not what's happening. I'm just saying. Went dark real fast. Yeah, well, yeah. No, I get it. Somebody's so, you know, it just worries me. Yeah, I know. But anyway, (laughs) 
This guy is hot. Wild Bill is a good guy. He and it's he's Bill. he's awesome, and they love him. And then his car was stolen from the parking lot of his apartment complex, and all the students heard about it. And he was so upset that when he saw it, he said he dropped to his knees and cried. Because he worked really hard for his car, oh, and obviously he needs it. Like, that's his Bill. mode of transportation. And so the students got together and did, like, an online fundraising. And in a couple of days, they raised, like, $4,100 and gave it to him to buy a new car. That is so sweet. Isn't that the cutest thing? Because he's done so much for them. I'm like... Ugh. That's beautiful. It's so cute. I love it. Like, I just think that's the nice... And he's like, these are my children. This is my home. This is where I'll retire someday, like... Oh, like, I just, I just think it's the nicest. And I love that these, here we go. Here are some, are these, would these guys be millennials? This generation, or are they too young? Oh, They're gosh. like teenagers right now. How old are millennials? I don't, know. I don't know. But anyway, next generation of, look at these good people that are coming up. They're helping him out. He's been good to them. Positivity breeds positivity. Totally. He, just obviously love and mutual respect and adoration yeah. and admiration. That's uh, that's really wonderful. It just like that warmed my heart. And I and uh, my dad's name is Bill, so I like it extra. Do you call him Wild Bill? I do not. I call him Daday Bill. Daday Bill. Daday Bill. Daday. Do you call him Daday? We call him Daday Bill. Daddy Bill. Yeah. That's really cute. Did one of you, were one of you not able to call him daddy and that like became a joke? Uh, no, it's because we had another friend named Bill and we called him Little Bill because he was tiny. (laughs) No, I bet that wasn't emasculating for him at all. No way. He liked it. I think. Yeah. And so he, he like he killed himself, but it's no big deal. It's no, big deal. <laughs> no, we so he was little Bill, and then it was Dad Day Bill, and then That's little cute. little Bill is like sometimes around now. My he was like one of my brother's friends. We don't see that often anymore, but. That's where Dad Day Bill, and then so it's like all my friends and my brother and sister's friends and stuff. They all just call him Dad Day Bill. That's cute. Um, when when referring to him, that is very cute. Yeah. What's yours? What's your little throwaway? Um, it's actually amazing. I was like, this is happening. I'm so into it, which is which is so much fun uh, to feel. Right? I, like I'm the, really the excited for in. this. It's great. So in Malawi, um, there's this. Well, it's amazing. It's it's sad from what it's spawned from, but it's this ring that helps women protect themselves from HIV. They have to have it inserted much oh. like an IUD. Yeah. And the sad part is, is it's called a secret ring. So it helps them defend themselves against the spread of HIV, uh, even when their partner refuses to wear a condom. Ugh. That's Makes me so mad, but also so awesome. Also amazing, because there's one thing to have that experience, and then there's another thing to have... To be, like, re-traumatized by getting a disease. And it being, literally being like a... Well, I mean, now, it just depends. Right now, HIV isn't necessarily a death sentence, right? There's wonderful treatment options, and basically you can just live your life for... Right? As long as anybody else... As long as you are living in an area and have the financial resources to get access to that medication. Exactly. So in this case, this is a wonderful alternative. Um, So it's, it's sad that it even has to exist, but at the same time, it's an incredible thing that it does. Like, how much is it? Are they giving them out? Yeah, this woman is... um, it, this woman that's helping other women, yeah, it's not like a, it's just like a little ring. It has chemicals, obviously, you're inside it's of it. You're a little ring, but the circle you're making is very large. Well, yeah, it's a good size. It's like the size of a, like a condom, I guess. Okay. 
So, you know, I'm sure it's not a, a, a party, but once it's in, it's is in. Is it like metal or like what? Not metal, but like what is it? I guess it's silicone. And then has like something that secretes her. And then do they have to replace them, I assume, after her? Oh, I, I mean, it, it didn't say. This was on BBC, so I didn't get it off of like a yeah. com. It's like a real <laughs> thing. Um, but I, I'm not sure about the specifics, but that is, that's the main message. And um, yeah, I, I think they're providing it. It's it's part of uh, this woman is doing it. And it's called Dream. I guess she's working with these scientists. She lives in Malawi and she's kind of like a spokesperson, spokesperson yeah. to help them um, protect themselves against HIV. Uh, and I, my, my tiny little addition to this is that there was also an article next to it about how cervical selfies can help save lives. What? So I guess they no. have. No, no, no. If you knew, it's not like you put it on the internet afterwards, you give it to your doctor, and it's not like he's whacking off to a picture of the inside of your cervix. But, like, what are you, how could you even take a picture of your cervix? Well, I guess it would be similar to, like, when you get a transvaginal ultrasound, right? They put, like, a little lubed up wand yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, So it would be like that, but it would, like, take a picture. But yourself? I guess the point is, is, like, uh, you could track it. But Are you looking this up right I'm... now because you don't believe me? No, I'm just like, how would I know like what it was? Like, what, what do you mean? Like, I could try. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. No, but it's obviously something, you know, like that, but that like breath thing you were telling me about before. Yeah. Isn't that like something to take home? No, I think it's like at a doctor's office. It's not like, it's like you go to a doctor's office and instead of doing like an invasive biopsy. Ugh, the worst. Um... Okay, so basically... What it is, is it's a little nozzle that they attach to uh, an iPhone and the nurse inserts it and it takes a selfie, but it takes it of your cervix so that they can detect any sort of... to see where Kim Kardashian goes with this. Oh my God. Her book of selfies part two. Just... (laughs) Just cervix and colon. And you can just, I can you imagine all of the OBGYN offices that would buy that at the masses? Oh my God. Anyway, I just thought it was super that cool. It cool sounds though. so I ridiculous. Mean, it's, 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 but it can help. It's, it's the leading cause of cancer death for women in majority of yeah. African countries. And it says if caught early, it can be easily treated for under $30. Holy shit. And so it's something that if you lack access to a doctor... And smartphones are widely available. You attach it on, you stick it up, you take a cervical selfie. It says it like requires super basic training. And if you have some sort of growth or something, like it says, like with the naked eye, you can have a a misdiagnosis. But with this super light, you know, they can't miss anything. Anyway, it's super cool. That's yeah, that's cool. It's very technology. Right. I mean, if technology is used for good it can do such incredible stuff yeah people are yeah it's amazing anyway let's focus on that on the good stuff technology does (laughs) not on the evil things um yeah what vagina based fun um yeah okay what's something positive you're gonna do this week Uh, I don't know. Honestly, it's hard. It's hard. I was actually, and I'm only saying this in the way that I am because I'm being realistic. I don't know if this will get done this week. Yeah. But the goal is, um, Opie, our dog, is now like three and a half. And he's, he's, he has a lot of energy, but he has calmed down. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and we always said like he makes people just smile on the street like he makes he's, people feel good he's, he's such so a cute. sweet cute good dog and he's dog just he? filled with love he's a boxer bulldog right um but like old people and people like uh, you know street kids and like just people yeah. are so he makes them so happy yeah and so i was saying that like i feel so selfish that we just get to have him and our friends and stuff. So we're going to try and get him uh, St. John's Ambulance certified because I think it would be so nice to be able to take him into like an old folks home or oh, yeah. you know a kid's hospital or whatever it is. I think he would bring people a lot of joy. Yeah, he'd, and he'd be good for that, I, I feel. I feel like he'd be really good for that. He has a really good sense of energy. I used to be nervous about that. And then um, a girlfriend of mine came and brought her newborn and – Opie was so excited to see my girlfriend and then realized, like, could smell the baby mm-hmm. and realized, like, how sensitive and vulnerable she was. And he just, like, calmed right down. He's trying to sniff and stuff and then just, well, like, like, laid down next to her, like, new. the thing he does with that, the boy who's on the spectrum, who lives around here, right? Oh, yeah. The, the autistic, there's an autistic boy in, in my neighborhood. I don't even know if I'm saying that correctly. I mean, any disrespect. He is a young boy and he has autism and, um... Opie just loves him yeah. and every time he sees him he's he's pretty like wild and excited to see the boy's mom and then when he goes to the boy he just calms right down yeah. like nuzzles into him as opposed to like jump to try and kiss his face or anything he yeah. just and the boy responds yeah like, so yeah. positively it's yeah it's this really interesting like understanding and respect for somebody else's energy and what maybe they they need from him or whatever it's Aww. beautiful so I don't know if it's going to get done this week because things are getting crazy but yeah. that is the goal in, in the really coming cool. few. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Opie Yay. would be so good with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Opie for every, Opie for president. Opie for president. Joe Biden and then Opie. Oh, uh, that would be the running, that would be the dream he team. Be the VP for yeah. Joe Biden's presidency. <laughs> oh my God. Just like his puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Are oh we going to have to cut that? I just saw the disrespect just so you were like, you had to go there. I just, just ignored it. I okay. just breezed by it. <laughs> <laughs> Then you called it out. I honestly, I don't know what I'm going to do this week. I'm super busy all week. I'm. <sighs> Maybe just try and make some time for meditation. Yeah. Maybe do some of that. Um, I'm building a website for these people and they are sort of like, I don't know what I want or I want this and whatever, which is, is fine. And so I'm just trying to be very like making sure they're happy with what they want. Cause I'll be happy when they're happy. And I want them to have like, something that they're really proud of to show off and I'm designing their logo and doing their website and all that stuff as well. So I want them, I'm trying to be very like, that's okay. Like we'll make changes and we'll just do it. And yeah. Cause they're like, Oh, we feel guilty about asking you to do all these changes. And I don't want them to feel that way either because it's their business. And they're like two young women that are starting this business. They don't have a ton of money and like just trying to get them to a place where they're super proud of what they have. And, and I know what that's like. And I worked with web developers and, and different and people who were designing stuff for me when I didn't know what I was doing. And it's very overwhelming when you don't know that world. Totally. Because you don't know what you don't know. And so it can be really intimidating too, to even suggest changes. Cause you're like, it's not right, but I don't know what's not right. Right. You know what I mean? So, right. and what's in your wheelhouse to change yeah. it. And yeah, so I'm trying to be very right. like, well, but also mindful you- that I was there too. Right, of course. And they also on their end have to respect the fact that you're probably doing it for a really good deal and yeah. that, you know, they can't ask for a gazillion iterations, etc. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Lots of good stuff going just, on. I feel like this was just lots of positivity. Yes, yes. It's all contagious. Joe Biden's amazing. Yes. 
Opie is amazing. Opie is amazing. Good things in the animal world. Turkeys. Flying in the sky. They with, can't fly no. themselves, but, but they, they can, can on planes in diapers. To Salt Lake City. Cool beans. Is it a Mormon turkey? I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go buy a hundred bird diapers right now. I, I want And some. I'm going to diaper all the pigeons of downtown Toronto. And no one will call you the crazy bird lady at all. Uh, I would be hailed a hero. I would get elected mayor. Oh, because of all the bird shit off the street? Yeah. Getting bird shit off the street one bird diaper at a time. But then who would change the diapers? You're like Batman. Oh. You would. And then it would fill up with poop. No. Yeah, they'd have to change it. That's why you have to love the bird before you bite a diaper. Oh, God. Never mind. I'd rather it shit on me than have to change a bird diaper. This is going real dark real fast. Have you ever had a bird poo on you? Of course. (laughs) Of course. Yeah, I mean, everyone has. No, I haven't. Not yet. But I hear it's real <laughs> They just tell you that so you feel like you were the chosen one. Oh, right. You so were selected. Not good luck. No. Did you feel lucky when it happened to you? No, my dad convinced me that it was. And then we got like a parking spot right near the Sky Dome. We were, it was the Sky Dome at the time we were going to watch a baseball game. And he was like, it's because the bird shit on you. And I was like, sure it so is. you have to sit through a baseball game with bird shit on you? I mean, it, it was on my arm. It wasn't in my hair. So I just went to the bathroom and like washed okay. it off. In my hair would be like. I've had someone spit. I thought, I thought I was on my way to to, uh, to class in university and I felt like a p- on my head and I thought I'm gonna that it was it. a no, bird poo and it was someone that had no, spit out no. the window. <clears throat> Don't make yourself throw up. Kate's going to projectile vomit into my television. Spit it. I can't. I can't even talk about it. And on that note. It's it's, okay. Yeah. Guys, do better. Just do better. Just try and do better. Try harder. Be better. We love you. Goodbye. Don't forget to subscribe.